It's about this time of the year that people leave stone yellow. It's windy today, so they are falling off the old and wise tree in front of my house down to the ground on a mat of grass. And dried fallen people leaves is an old man wearing the same pair of clothes as when I saw him last week. So soiled, the color is indistinguishable. I see a dark and lighter shade of gray. He is lying, scattered it seems, in mind and posture. It is evident from his state that his basic needs of physical well-being are not met. A weird, white, long tangled hair, grey with filth. His limbs spread in all directions. Speaking a state of helplessness I associate with tiredness of old age, in his case perhaps compounded by starvation and perils of extreme weather. He is soaking in the sun. The cold has not yet lifted. He rocked one of his knees just now. He's lying as though someone would lie after walking through a desert. The last time I saw him, he walked limpily. I felt a pressing emotion and I let myself lean into it. It was a feeling of unrest. A storm of painful worry and empathy was waiting for me. On usual days, usual people, smothered by usual struggles and circumstances of daily life, may not allow themselves to lean into these feelings as I was tempted to do. This brushing away of what I felt was also painful because something was unsettled. There was disconnection. I wasn't listening to the natural beat of my heart and the larger questions it asked about empathy, about why we failed to help this man, why I feel hesitant in doing something to help him. There are eight to nine houses in my line of houses. We are all well-to-do. We face the main road, interrupted by this park, in which stands the guardian of this place, the beautiful people tree, and lies this old man, unkempt, isolated, as I would imagine, hurt by this world. The first thing I notice is the storm of feelings I experience. I let myself stay in the moment, pursue those feelings and thoughts. Yes, I recognize. I feel empathy towards the old man. I feel pain and hurt for two reasons. First. Why did the world let this happen to the old man? Second, 
my fear of doing something to help him. He collected himself. Now he is lying on one side of his body, one leg on top of the other, elbow bent and head resting on the palm. He looks more composed. The sun is receding for the day. The sunlight is shifting. He will soon be half in sunlight and half in shade. Must be getting cold for him. I feel the urge to do something for him because it's about thinking. Is it not in my capacity to help this man? I think it is. It is a choice I have to make. I don't feel free to make that choice because I don't earn yet. I could still help this man with my parents' help. They wouldn't refuse. It's about that conscious choice I have to make on my part. Yes, he is now half in sunlight and half in shade. He will soon need to get up and move to a warmer place for the night. I will get to see him struggle to walk and making it somehow again. My guess is like last time he'll move to the right side of the park cross to the outside along the road disappearing into parked cars and buildings I hope he gets to eat at the gurudwara Why is he in such a dilapidated condition Why do people in this line of houses resist to help him? Why is there inequality? Why can't I do something? Can I do something? It's scary. The question has gotten very close to me and the boundary of my comfort zone. But I'm willing to get out of my comfort zone. Pursuing these feelings, making the world around me a place of deeper connections and happiness for all is more meaningful to me. I understand this compassion comes to me naturally. There is a reason. One, evolutionary. Humans are social beings. We forge bonds and understand care. It gave us a survival benefit and continues to do so. it manifests as in my case a wish for well-being of all as empathy two my upbringing and experiences my parents passed on their values to me my school always delivered moral values through stories prayers discussions We used to have meditation for a few minutes each morning and it was delivered through stories stories of moral values 
In my school, values of kindness, a willingness to help others, respecting others, feeling thankful, and equality for all are considered the most noble qualities of human beings. I'm sure I derive my kindness and equality values from school. My encounters with hurt, pain growing up, and also the joy of giving, caring, helping shaped what would be meaningful to me. So I found values of my own. 3. This is something I won't be able to define. Nature. I think all of us are born with a certain nature. It isn't taught to any of us. It drives what we are inclined to. I think a person's nature is who they are. Their nature and the choices they make. That's something I believe. Contested for you right now. <laughs> it's easy to brush away these feelings after succeeding the first time. But that makes me overall disconnected with my feelings and knowledge about myself. It's a glitch. It needs to be revisited or there will always be a miscalibration. That's not what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to let myself feel it, understand it, and see how I'm part of this world. My choices matter. They are intertwined with the well-being of the world around me and the quality of my life. So first, I recognized empathy and my need for harmony and connection in society with all people around me. Second, I became aware of fear, my need to feel safe, secure. I fear taking an action to help because two reasons again. One, self-doubt. It developed when I was younger in things or contexts more than one. Second, reasons from my parents for not helping certain other people. It's fear. Not that my parents are not helpful or compassionate people, but that they and others of their generation have attained a learning that the world outside is exploitative. And even those appearing to be in need of help or to be feared for their intentions and for an overall repercussion faced by the helpers, ourselves. It is fear. 
that stops us from helping others. Many times, it is for me. I intend to rewrite the rules. It is by pursuing these feelings and addressing questions of fear, getting their answers, that I'm going to create a more fulfilling life in which I feel connected with the people around me and they feel connected with me. The world will become a better place. Because as I've experienced and understand it, fear is the cause for apathy for me my family my extended family it could be for more people than i've been able to talk to about this right third i have a third reason <laughs> i felt discomfort my need comfort ease discomfort for doing something maybe packing two rotis and some sabzi to give to him for one meal at that time of the day could i do it i could but i felt uncomfortable trying to overcome that fear in that swiftly passing moment as i was following him crossing the road to the right side trying to manage the pain i felt for this disconnection lack of humanness between him and us me thinking about how helpless i was feeling i was contemplating these feelings while time is passing for him the help he needs right now and i couldn't do anything he is moving it's cold now i see him sit up straight scratching his head looking around waking up from the sleep he is getting up he is walking now just like before it's his right foot unable to support the weight of his body causing his limping he walked two circles around where he slept perhaps to feel the strength in his legs after the sleep practice walking after the sleep before getting on the road and now just like i had guessed he's moving to the right side crossing to the outside and along the road he moves slowly but in the tumult of these layers of feelings it was quick how he passed onto the invisible part of the road i kept looking last time following his trail this time interrupted by my noting of the events writing what do i do from here did i help him no I did something also important. I heard myself, addressed my feelings, got closer to detangling biases that limit my life, that limit my capacity to challenge fear and discomfort 
and do what is meaningful to me my capacity to make connections i opened possibilities for me to know that my feelings are valid to understand them to know that i can help him there is a way to help him this will help me make a choice to help him it still feels uncomfortable but i will support myself in ideating and taking action to do something to help him now through my sharing on this podcast i created possibilities for my friends and for you to comprehend apathy residing in your daily pursuits or a fear in your family and maybe find a way to think about it unlike before break it down to your needs and break the cycle of apathy slowly making life more wholesome fulfilling more meaningful along with me maybe there's a way to overcome apathy and it lies in really understanding how you feel that connection inside will translate to connection outside the world will be less lonely more empathetic more beautiful that's how i want my life to be another question do i take the steps to help him now or wait till i grow up to make the decisions i want i think i want to begin now and follow up with different learnings in this time which will lead to full-fledged mindful meaningful choices as i go about in the world on my own i notice that i associate growing up with the absence of an elderly presence to watch over my parents give me all sorts of comfort even as a 20 year old I sure am finding my voice and with each such question I am becoming in the sense that Michelle Obama titled her book Becoming Thank you for listening and here on enjoy a song by Coldplay I could say it's my favorite Listen closely and think about what it means presenting politic by coldplay with morning resort and sounds of people exercising around my place hope you have a good time bye
Give me love. 